B, listen, I'm going to play this for you. You're going to see the title, Do Not Become a Hospice Care Wife. I love her style. I don't, um, shout outs to Bourbon Bougie, Bourbon Bougie. Um, she posted the TikTok of this person that you're going to hear talking, um, original. And here's what, here was the turning point to what made me decide to upload this, um, is because she starts to give like the financial advice or the the implications not so much like a financial advisor but if you're if you and I love her style too because she's similar to me in the sense of she's happy being single if she's gonna date someone or be in a relationship with someone she has boundaries within that so it's like if you really 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 need to have a man in your life or you want the sexual intimacy part, then here are some parameters. And also, it kind of gives you a um, thorough overview of what to expect in terms of for his health and for if you're dealing with children, if you have estates and health insurance. So let me go ahead and start playing it. I mean, she covered everything and I kind of wish you could see her face too because sometimes when she's saying things, she has kind of like that little smile like... Girl, you know. <laughs> so let me go ahead and play her real quick. Sisters, we've got to stop being hospice care wives. We have to. Today, yet another friend I've learned who got married later in life, and I'm talking 45 and above, because it seems that when myself and my friends who have been single women who, yeah, wanted to get married when we were 23 to a nice man who uh, built something with us, it didn't happen. And so we turned 45 and then suddenly here come all these brothers, you know, 40, 45, 50, just mm. Rico Suaves. I mean, complete <laughs> love bomb. They grabbed my friends. They ran them down the aisle. And today I find out yet another one of their husbands has dropped it. And um, um, one of the things I learned um, coming out of the Twin Flame journey experience, you want to learn the terms like love bombing. That 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 happened in uh, my last relationship too. Love bombing. Um, I think all of us are familiar with like the gaslighting. And orbiting. Orbiting is another one, too. So, but yeah. I mean, I just put it that way. He was already sick when he got with her. And what I'm finding is, is that with a lot of my friends, because we've been professional women, are getting married to these men, and they are simply looking for benefits. They're looking to rest and to nest. Mm -hmm. It's not in sickness and in health. It's in sickness and in death. Mm. So they realize that they can't, anymore or their kidneys are failing mm. or they feel like they are about to have a stroke or have already had one and then mm. suddenly they meet my beautiful friends who've worked hard to do everything in life to take care of themselves uh to not be one of the four or five black women who are murdered every day by mm. mostly black men mm. and they come up meet my friends and they run and get married and the next thing i know my friends are dealing with millions of dollars worth of medical bills. Hmm. Not only dealing with the medical bills, but after these men have passed, here come all their grown ugly kids busting <laughs> up into my friend's house, breaking their noses, carrying things out of their house, and knowing that their dad was living in a one living in efficiency. 
One of them was living with his mother, goes to live with- Basically like Baba Rasham, but anyways. My friend who has a house of her own, and then he passes away, and then here come all of his grown children and grandchildren kicking in her door to mm -hmm. take things because they're certain that she's killed him, even though he's been mm -hmm. on kidney dialysis for almost as long as- and this is, this is, you know, I know she's talking about that aspect and some people can be resistant or whatever, but I know even like with my grand aunt, um, she didn't have any children, but we were basically very, I might as well have been her, her granddaughter type of a thing. Um, we were going out there like every week, every other week type of a thing. And so towards the end, my parents were, were taking care of her and no one's showing up to help take care or visit or anything. And then once the, the funeral is done, people coming through the house, they want money. We have people calling from all over saying that they are supposed to inherit stuff. So you better believe that their grown children too will watch you as a woman come in and you're supposed to take care of their daddy, right? And you're supposed to feed them and clip their toenails and take their blood pressure and everything. And and here's another thing too. I've talked about this too, but I've seen it. I've seen it. I joke about it. But one of the last ones that I saw, because um, this video is nine minutes long and I don't, I have to go to the gym in a little bit. Um, I'll never forget it. There was this, um, she was a fairly younger woman. And I mean, if, if I were to make a cartoon, you cannot make this stuff up. She had this huge backpack on. This guy, you could tell he was on the taller side, but he was in a wheelchair. He was incapacitated. And she's doing everything she can to get him out of one area. And she had to open the glass door. And he's like, push harder, essay. Like, that was the energy type of thing. Like, push faster, essay type of a thing so she's like scrambling to get him out then go back close the door and he's just kind of like just cantankerous you know it's one thing and i've talked about this too if i were a boy right i would just be like try to be at least loving or pleasant if you're gonna be the person wiping my ass or you know showering me and and, and doing all of those different things that have to do with body odor and you know, bit of an inconvenience, but nah, these people are cantankerous AF. Well, I guess a week after they got married, we've got to stop this because here is the, the thing that we need to, to get in our heads, sisters. If he did not change y'all's baby's diapers, huh. when y'all were 23, 24, huh. 27, you don't need to be changing his depends. Huh. If he did not push your baby's that you had together after y'all got married in that house that y'all got together in a stroller, don't push him around in a wheelchair. Huh. The last funeral I went to was of a sister, a nurse who married a man who had kids. She had kids. Sister doing just totally fine. And I noticed that too. Um, and you know, a lot of guys will, they'll want the nurses. There's actually books that talk about this, including some of the great philosophers. I wouldn't say Napoleon Hill, but I think it was Carnegie and also um, The Millionaire Next Door. And there was another book I read. I remember I shared it with you guys on my podcast. I don't remember the name of the book, but it's probably in my notes on my phone. And they recommend that you um, marry a nurse. This is books from like the early 1900s, right? Um, and even the the religion I was in, um, they would talk about encouraging pastors to marry nurses.
not not only because of the capacity for them to care for the 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 husbands but also because their income was able to um cover the pastor's low wages so mm. I'm by herself. nice nice condo marries him moves him in a few years later he dies a torso diabetes had every <laughs> limb on his body Jesus. taken off except for his head mm. she he was a torso by the time they put him in the casket <laughs> she's left with his medical bills and dealing with his grown kids who feel that even though that condo was already hers before she married him that they're supposed to be getting something right stop marrying them stop marrying them if you're not 22 or 23 and y'all are working to build something together don't do it because and i agree and that's why i really like and she's going to go into more details but i really like that about her too because we're not you know um we understand that there's life stages right and for young people i i absolutely 100 percent understand wanting to you know get married and have the kids and and just you know enjoy that part of life right so by all means but i think even if you're on the younger side of the spectrum kind of pay attention to this stuff too i'm a huge proponent for life insurance because sometimes what can ends up happening too is is they can pass away unexpected and then now you're having to cover your mortgage and your you know taking care of your children and also in the insurance um sector that i was in the one of the mentors that i had She's like high up in the um insurance sector, but um she she you know sometimes she would have to talk with us ladies and she said, ladies, you're the ones who need the life insurance because she says if she said I couldn't tell you how many countless times as soon as the wife gets sick, the husband leaves her. She said the women will stay and they will wipe your behind and they will push you around in the um in the wheelchair and take you to your doctor's appointments. But ladies, if you get sick, you better make sure you have your insurance in place to make sure that you have in-home care, that you have everything um, to to um, take care of, of you in the event that you are to get ill because your man is not going to do it. And even if he doesn't divorce you, he's not going to do those types of things that, you know, that you really need if if something happens to you. Because this is when, when, when black men get 45 in their 50s, they start to realize that they're, they have an expiration date. And, and I think, in my humble opinion, I think it's sooner than that. I think it's as early as 35 when the erectile dysfunction starts to kick in. You see kind of like a mania in the way that they view life and women. You know, a lot of times we talk about the midlife crisis, but I think that it just starts to compound around the age of 25 when they start to get the ED and their their plumbing's not working the same that's where you start to see the unraveling and then um no or is it 25 or 35 I have to go back and double check but in either event by the time they're 45 it's just on a whole other level and that's when they decide that they're going to find the best black woman that they can find, marry you. They make sure you got benefits and you got a place to stay. And then they. And just real quick, too, like she's she's talking nothing but facts, too, because um, they're the hashtag black women on YouTube did a, a fun poll a couple of days ago, right before Thanksgiving. And she asked the ladies, she's um, but but after a while, you start to notice this. If a man is asking you 
you know, what, like they're doing like an interview resume type thing. Like, what do you do? How much do you make? What is your mortgage? What is your car payment? What's your auto insurance? You know, trying to see what all of your benefits are in terms of, I'm not talking about like what you bring to the table. I'm talking about like your, like, what's your 401k? What is your, you know, health insurance, your medical, um, and they will even try to like scope out your house where you live type of a scenario. And listen, I have, it's funny, be, not funny, but out of the group of us, uh, us girls, we have, so I'm the girl that gets cheated on, like out of all the friends, I'm the one with the sob stories, like girl, he didn't, yeah. Then I have the friend that she makes really good money and every one of the guys that come around, they're scoping her out. And they will get in there and they will have a conversation and be charming. And next thing you know, they want her to buy her a phone. And next thing you know, she want, they want her to help her help them with down payment on a business. And next thing you know, they're wanting to, um, for her to help them buying a home since she's buying a home anyways. I'm telling you, they, they, they really are checking to see, you know, what is it that they can get off of you? They want to come and sit in their femininity, but didn't do anything for you. They gave their youth and all of their health and their years of fertility and the years that they could have built wealth to some thought or just tripped around or bought cars while we were paying extra to stay in safe apartment complexes. We built our, built our careers and built our financial wealth. And then now all of a sudden they want to come in and move into your house and have you to take care of them while they lay upon you. I mean, I could go down the list. I have one friend uh, married a guy. She was totally doing well by herself, married him two weeks later. He's sick, quits working on Mm. her medical insurance. She's got a million dollars worth of medical bills. Uh, Another friend married a guy. Oh, he was love bombing her. I was in a freaking wedding. And guess what? (laughs) Year after going back for their uh, their one year anniversary, I was going to go back there for it. He laid the bed and died. Heart attack. Right. Maybe maybe that's what they mean when they say you're going to die alone, because maybe they're going to kick rocks first. Um, Maybe Um, another friend married a guy. Soon as she married him, he realized that he was sick. Hmm. He didn't know that beforehand. Gets with her, gets on her medical insurance, lives off of her. And then as soon as he got well from his illness, he left her. And now she's paying him alimony and has to give him a portion of her retirement. Listen, it's going to be a cold day in hell. I've talked about how um, my natal chart shows I could have my you know potential companion later in life. Which would have been nice to know because then I would have just skipped on over through all of the the people I dated, you know, going through life and just live a little bit more peace of mind. But you better believe I don't care if it's my twin flame, my soulmate. We know there's no value. And I've talked about this too. Whatever assets and whatever I have, that's going to my niece and my godkids. I'm not getting married. So if I need to be like, you know, under somebody, then... Those are the conditions. Uh, there's no way I'm going to be set paying alimony to someone. You got me all the way. Sisters, we got to stop being taken advantage of. We got to stop being hospice care wives. If you want to get with them, go ahead and get with them. If you want to move them in your house, move them in your house. But here's what you don't do. Do not marry him because then he becomes your financial responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, these black kings, they love to rest in their femininity. Mm-hmm. They love to come up in your nice house with your fireplace and lay there and have you on your white couch eating Cheetos.
you to nurse them to death. Mm -mm. If you just want to have him and you just want a, a cane, you just want one. You just gotta you have do. it. Because he's going to move into your house and then you're going to put your uh, money together. Then he's going to take your money to buy you an engagement ring with your money. Uh, -uh. Tell him don't do that. Take that money and go get his, get him a complete physical. Get and that's the part where I was like, yeah, I have to share what she's saying. This is, this is gems right here. Get a full physical. I'm talking teeth and everything because most of these brothers have not been to the doctor Baby. since they were playing football and had a physical, right? True. I couldn't tell you how many old men have the audacity with the capital A in audacity trying to talk to me and the breath is just rank stink. Um, and you know, uh, there's, there was a couple podcasts back. We were talking about how sometimes we don't really fully understand that we are in the image of God, God's yourself, right? And your body is your temple. And Yes, it could be things like grooming yourself, taking care of your hair, your parents, washing under your, your nails, washing your tail, washing your behind, right? Uh, washing behind those, those ankles and getting your navel and everything, which I want to do a podcast on the like oil pulling with your navel. Lots of cool stuff. Keep your navels clean if you don't already. But um, the other thing too I was going to say is, Health is so important. When I when I see the people coming on the Kendra G show and they're in their 30s, early 40s, and they're already obese, right? And um having all of these health complications that come with it, you better trust and believe it's gonna manifest into other things that she's talking about later on in life. So if they don't care about their health and their physical fitness early on, oh, you better believe. You better believe <laughs> it's just not pretty. Right? In high school. In mm -hmm. high school. And they're missing teeth and all this. So look at how much you're going to have to pay to sustain him for the next five years because most of them are dying like at 50 before 55. Mm -hmm. So if you marry him later in life, see how much it's going to cost you to take care of him. And one more thing. I did post a podcast on this one. Um, somebody did put up a video talking about most of the men that are entering into um, hospice care, y'all, and into um, assisted living facilities are between the ages of 45 and up. So usually by the age of 41 is when they start to look for a um, a companion because I, I, I'm telling you, as early as 25, between 25 and 35, their body starts to deteriorate and they start to take into account, well, oh, I need someone to take care of me. I need someone to, that's why they want someone to care and cook and clean for them, right? That's why they're looking for someone that has nursing ability, that has that nursing aspect, the cooking and the cleaning, because their body is starting to fail them. And it even shocked me too, like I said, because I, you know, so, but yeah, by the, by 41, they're making their last round talking about, let me take you down the aisle. I would just, I just want to get married. Meet me at the altar. Da, 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 da. You going to pay for my teeth, my diabetes. You going to check my cholesterol, my blood pressure. <laughs> Let's get married. Right? So, but yeah, as early as the ages of 45 and up, 
They're already getting into these assisted care living type places. Um, and try to look in to see what those medical bills are going to be. Okay. Look at his health. And, and so, but uh, yeah, so that's what it was. She was talking about the 55. So by 50, let me go back like just 10 seconds here. Um, they're, they're, they're passing away early, you know, at a younger age. And um, that's unfortunate. If I were a man, I'd probably try to figure out how to, you know, get my health together type of a thing and try to become physically active and pay attention to my nutrients and, you know, type of thing. But before 55. So if you marry him later in life, see how much it's going to cost you to take care of him um, and try to look in to see what those medical bills are going to be. OK, look at his health insurance if he has any and make sure that he stays on his health insurance and doesn't get on yours because yours most likely is going to be better than his because you will have, you know, built up something and been at your job for a while. Don't put him on your medical benefits. OK, once you find out what his health uh, is, then the next thing you do is go get a life insurance policy. No less than one hundred thousand dollars. Get a life insurance policy. Go to an attorney, have a will written up and have him to agree that whatever he walked in with is what he's going to be walking out with. And if he should die before you, which he probably will, then his grown-ass ugly kids and grandkids and great-grandkids can come and get his things in a trash bag sitting out on the yard, and they can come and get all of that. <laughs> the way she threw that trash bag in there, I was like, oh, friend. She, well, four of them, right? Is it three or four? Oh get his things in a trash bag sitting out on the yard and they can come and get all of that okay the insurance policy will be in your name you will be the beneficiary now if he you if you all decide that if something happens to him you want to give his kids you know some of that then y'all decide that and put it in writing and also have it on video and i've talked about this too you know it's interesting listening to it the second time too and y'all already know i'm a huge proponent for insurance from early from an early age and even for the for the kids and the you know whatever but at a bit at the bare minimum even burial insurance you guys at the bare minimum he should have something provided to make sure that you can at least bury him in peace of mind without having to scramble and get into funds and that way it's kind of like they set up everything in terms of what they want for the service and the pictures and all the information you need because that that can take a toll on you too, at a minimum, right? But yeah, I agree with her. Because I can guarantee you this, their daddy could have had prostate cancer and been on kidney dialysis Baby. for 27 years. But as soon as he gets with you and moves into your nice house and you clean him all up and something happens to him, they're going to come running at you and accusing you of taking his life. Mm -hmm. Sisters, stop being hospice care wives. If you want to be with them, you don't have to marry them. Do not take any financial responsibility for these men that did not take any financial responsibility for you when you were younger and in your 20s mm -hmm. and some of these young girls y'all trying to get with these these old men because you want to be able to get their social security after they pass away okay let me warn you against that <laughs> because some of them owe so much money that you ain't gonna be able to get nothing once you finish paying for their medical bills and paying for all of the, the expenses that they have because they are sick and again you know i mean your granddaddy is fine you know, it, you know, you love your granddaddy. When I say fine, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's great. Like, I loved hugging my grandfather and being there with my grandfather. But it is something that is just kind of gross 
about an old man that has not taken care of himself. Mm -hmm. Because many times if they haven't had a woman to take mm -hmm. care of and make them go mm -hmm. to the doctor, they missing teeth, mm -hmm. they smell like penicillin, mm -hmm. shit, and curry, right? Yes. Coming out of their... Yes, and I'm telling you, it's the audacity. I kid you not. Uh, I think I might have shared it on a podcast um, one of the last times. Um, the guy was a good like foot away from me, and you could just tell he was rotting from the inside out. Um, but I wanted to also uh, mention her name because when I was uh, talking about the TikTok at the beginning of the podcast, um, so Bourbon Bougie is the YouTube channel who posted this TikTok. The person who you hear talking, her TikTok is original Candace Kelly News and Candace with a K, Kelly with a K, original Can original Candace Kelly News. All right. Nose his hair all up places, missing the side teeth and all that. You know, stop taking them in. You know, don't let anybody use you. You've done the work. You've worked hard. You've been that worker bee and you've been a, a busy ant working. Don't let him come in and take advantage of you. Don't be a hospice care wife. Bloop. I got two more minutes until I got to go work out. Until the next one. Bye. Another and another thing, too. There's also um, hospice kids. There have been talk about that where the the father will abandon their children, give zero Fs about them, and then when they need a liver, they show back up 30, 40 years later, and then under the guise of reconciling and saying like, oh, I didn't know better, I was a rolling stone, I was a piece of ish, you know, but I want to do better and I want to have a family now. And then now it's now they have someone to drive them to their, you know, appointments and stuff like that. And and don't be that disrespectful person. I remember I was uh, looking at the comments in, in another um, post. And here comes this woman with a two parent home from a two-parent home, and she's like, my daddy loved me. He was there for me every moment from the moment I was born. I love my daddy, so I made sure he would. Ma'am, ma'am, that is not what we're talking about, okay? That is not what we are talking about. We're talking about people who are manipulative and try to leech off of, you know, people and take full advantage of them. It's not that they love their son or daughter. They weren't there for them especially their daughters that are nurses, you know what I'm saying? Um, now you're driving them to the store. Now they're living in your house. And now you're falling into the same capacity as these um, hospice wives, right? And so uh, it, what it comes down to is this is, if we've been talking about, you know, mother nature and karma and, Read the energy being returned to you. So if you want a family, you know, pay attention how you're treating your, your wife, your significant other, your children from an early age. Because when the time comes to collect, you better trust and believe if you didn't change their diapers, they're not changing your diapers. If you didn't help her with her, you know, having her children and and, you know, give her a family and put a roof over her head, 
don't expect her to change your diapers later on. It's not, those days are over, son. 